Hey, 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 my guest today, NBC39's 17-time Emmy Award winner, seriously, and former D1 college basketball player George Mason, Joe Little. Joe Little actually tattooed the logo to George Mason on his body. No joke. Memorable moments in his long and winding career include documenting the cleaning out of Tony Gwynn's locker and being one of the first reporters on the scene on 9-11 for United Flights 93. We take a deep dive into movies, we learn the meaning of the Nina classic 99 Luftballons, and we settle once and for all which is better, asking Siri or asking Google in a live test. So strap in, tune in, turn up the volume for Tony on the mic! Our story begins as these stories often do. We could laugh about how infrequently you have sex, I guess. Well, married, so. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to make the cart. (laughs) All right, we're one step away from the explicit. Sitting in a man cave, you know it goes down. (laughs) Drama and romance and and meaning. I'm like the most mayonnaise white guy on the planet. You you can put that in. Until you get to the sun, then you're... uh, Then I'm just like burnt mayonnaise. Spicy Chipotle mayonnaise. If COVID was a child, I'd punch it in the face. No, that'd be child abuse. I if COVID I was would, an adult. I would. See, and this is... You, you live in this world where... <laughs> everybody's opinion needs to be respected, no matter how stupid it is. <laughs> I have to say, that's the most amazing story I ever heard. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you listen to this fine podcast product. My name is Tony, and I'm Tony on the mic. Today, I am joined with one of the most famous people in San Diego newsrooms. (laughs) (laughs) He's the bell of the ball, ladies and gentlemen, Joe Little. He's famous in his own world. Yes, he's... He's got he's got a small but loyal following. No, you, we met. Uh, you did a story on me, which I thought was kind of absurd. It was that somebody sent in. My truck got stolen, and your, I got a your call. Your business got stolen. My my business got stolen, and I got a call saying, "Hey, somebody did this, and they want to set up a GoFundMe, and they want to do a little story." So I'll never say no to a microphone and a camera. So. <laughs> I'm like, You're let's a media do it. whore. But I thought, I thought, <laughs> I didn't think it was certainly news, and, and it uh, wasn't. Came right, <laughs> came out and did a story. And like, hey man, I saw you on the news. I saw you on the news. I'm like, great. And uh, the neighborhood rallied, came up with some money because none of that. It, it, it was in that gray area because the car insurance didn't cover because it, it was my business, and the business didn't cover it because it was not in the property. So it was a mess. But anyway, turned out great, and uh, we became great friends. I was in his wedding. Just kidding. <laughs> this. <laughs> I haven't seen him since that story in real life. I've, uh, Have we not crossed paths at all? We. What year was that? Oh, I'm gonna say that was like '94. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna guess 12, 13, 14. It's been a while. It's man. It's I was been... still at 10 News at the time. I know that. Oh, oh, was it 10 News? I was at 10 News at okay. the time. I, I was there for 11 and a half years. No, I'm uh, at seven again. And where are you now? NBC7. NBC7. I've been there seven. for three years now. I knew that. I was just asking for the audience because I have a little audience. info sheet on you that you filled out. Yeah, it's very informative. I know lots of stuff about you. Lots <laughs> of dirt. <laughs> Born in Honolulu. Hawaii. And then uh, Pensacola Catholic High School. Pensacola Catholic High School, freshman, sophomore year. And then Bishop O'Connell. It's junior, senior year. So big, big Catholic. Big Catholic. My and parents then, opened up the Bible and just sort of pointed. Oh, we'll name him Joseph. Okay. <laughs> okay. My older brother, Michael. Little brother, Francis. Way to dig deep, Mom. <laughs> and then George Mason. Is George Mason uh, 
religious university? Negative. That is okay. a state, the biggest state school in Virginia now. Is that right? Yeah, I could give you all the factoids you want know about that. George Mason. Bigger than Bot Tech. You've Virginia. already given me all the factoids I want about George Mason. <laughs> Nothing but hate coming from your voice. No, no. Just <laughs> boredom. Uh- <laughs> well... Yeah, I'm going to do a feature story on George Mason one day. Uh, not the college, the actual guy. Very historical figure. Yes. And then you went to Syracuse. Syracuse for grad school. For grad school. Boring, horrible place. Really? Hated Syracuse. The Qs? The whole city. Boheme? Boheim. <laughs> Just, I don't have a whole lot of fun. I have fond memories of the people I was in class with. Yeah. That is it. Hmm. That's too bad. I mean, I guess you make your friends and move on yeah, with life. But... I was only there for a year, and it's yeah. a tough city. It is a tough place. Yeah. Hmm. Moving on. S- yes. <laughs> this is a tangent we don't care about, Joe. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> They're not even going to hear the tangent that Zero. we skipped. <laughs> that, that's out. Okay. Leave. <laughs> this is going to be four minutes. After, <laughs> after spending three hours recording, I'm going to cut it down to about a four-minute podcast. Let's see. You are currently at NBC7 uh, MMJ. What is an MMJ? It's an acronym for multimedia journalist. It's a fancy term for one-man band. I shoot, write, edit, and report on all my stories by myself. I basically don't play well with others. Ah. I'm a ball hog. Yeah. Leave me alone. Let me do my story. Let me control everything from beginning to end. So, speaking of ball hog, you played basketball. You said at George Mason. Played basketball, George Mason. That's pretty cool. They're pretty good these days. That is like basically I practiced a lot. And then sat the bench during the games. Did you get in any games? I did. Okay, nice. Career scoring average of 0.3. But there um, is an average. I have scored an NCAA <laughs> That's right. you scored Division, one, Division game, one game. Which is better than 99% of the population. 99.99. Let's raise that number. That's yep. something to be proud. Stop bragging. Okay. Me and my kids, Mason and Tyler George, and I tattooed the school on my body. No way. Yes, that's how much I love the school. Wow. So that'd be a pretty big step down to Syracuse. No tat, no no Q's tats, no, no uh, zero chance. Oranges, zero, zero <laughs> chance, zero. Like there's zero, and then there's less, and then there's Syracuse. Uh, there's your there's your scoring average. Then there's zero. <laughs> then there's Syracuse. <laughs> accurate statement. Accurate, all accurate. And you are remarried. Yes. And uh, sounds like a pretty kick-ass proposal. You want to share that with the with no. the listeners? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was a wait, good proposal. Folks, wait till you get a load of this. This is a great story. Uh, no, let's go on to something else. It was cool. I, as far as, like, I see all these promposals going yeah. on in high school, and I just wanted to just slap these kids. Like, y'all don't know anything. Let me show you how to be a player. Yes. No, I uh, I arranged with Broadway San Diego, the cast of The Lion King, which also includes Disney, some unions, and the San Diego Civic Theater to propose to my girlfriend at the time who is audra stafford morning reporter at nbc7 just follow her on social media so if i i would she's better looking than i am um that's debatable you're no, a pretty handsome fellow I, zero chance all right I'm, zero I'm gonna chance. i'm gonna look her up soon yeah i would um she's better looking than me but so <laughs> i we tricked her we had a whole bunch of consp- like people thinking that oh audra's gonna do like a facebook live at the end of the lion king performance on stage at the san diego civic theater and um but i had arranged to uh, propose so audra at the end of the show she's going to go up on stage and do a facebook live and i was going to record it for her because i don't trust anyone else to do those things for her. of course and my parents are there there are a few hundred people still in the theater there's a people backstage and we get out to the center stage front middle of the stage at the san diego civic and 
I hand the phone off to one of her friends. Let's take a picture right here real quick at the front. And she goes, oh, okay, nice. cool. Got on the knee, proposed, said something. something. I'm sure it was awesome. Right, I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was awesome. In my head, it sounded like... <laughs> Trust me, after this buildup, the words don't matter. <laughs> no, you, you've the, already aced it. I, I don't know. But well, the cool thing was... So she said one. One she said yes, and that yeah no. That's the cool thing. That's the cool another thing that, cool thing that worked out. The other cool <laughs> thing is like we after that happened, the, our friend who works for Broadway San Diego sort of escorted us up to the big balcony um, outside with the crystal chandelier. Oh, yeah. and the entire cast of The Lion what? King is there for like a kind of an after party, but all turned into impromptu engagement party with cake wow. and pictures and people were taking pictures with us and or i should say we were taking pictures of the cast not us <laughs> no they were all they happy were taking to pictures take with pictures me. With definitely you. me the world revolves I'm a tall around guy. me so and but it was cool happily ever after well for a year, we've been a year, married in, a year right? now <laughs> we were engaged for how long two years two years how, and how long when did you meet how did you know her uh we worked at 10 news we met in 2007 we worked together at 10 news for okay. at least a decade before we looked at each other across the newsroom going hey um wait what why are we looking at each other uh, like literally it was the slowest slowest ramp up to slow burn the first kiss like some people just roll into it like let's do this now yeah it took us like i would say a good couple of years before we got her act together wow yeah that's incredible yeah she's incredible so i'm incredible actually you are you she's are she's a I'm... lucky woman <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and you can find joe little on social media um trolls only.com or oh what's god. your i hate trolls i just think they're the worst forms of life <laughs> If you are like one of those people who just goes on your keyboard warrior, I just want you to go sit underneath the traffic light <laughs> and do your work there. I'm at Little Joe TV. Little Joe TV. Instagram. Okay. Twitter. Twitter. And then old person Facebook. I'm on Facebook. God bless you. Joe Little <laughs> MMJ. MMJ. Yeah, but other than that, I don't do I don't do the talk and tick, and I don't do the Snapchat. I don't do the I'm on the wrong side of the microphone. Yeah, professional. Um, I don't do the. Uh, I don't do all that crazy vertical video social media. See, I, 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 have vertical, a, no. I have a TikTok. I haven't TikTok yet, but I'm going to. There's some kind of dance thing I think you have to do. All, I don't know. What you, I, I hope it, so. It looks like young person voguing. I, <laughs> well, there's all kinds. My son is on TikTok. My son had. How old's your son? 19. Okay, that's perfect. Yeah, he had a. Well, almost. They had 980,000 views on one of his TikToks. What did he do? Set himself on fire? No. Because <laughs> that would be impressive. That would be. And he would do it for a million views, which is sad. He actually, I hope I would he would. Too. I would. <laughs> a million views? Hell yeah. Let's. Got a match? So, <laughs> no, he's uh, he worked at SeaWorld at the ramp, the ladder climb game. And you climb the ladder, you push a button at the top. Yeah, yeah, the, that's all totally rigged. Yeah, no, it's not. He's a he's a liar. Okay. Oh, I'm a liar. Okay, all right, next time we'll do a story. <laughs> we'll do a story when you're in the field. We'll go to SeaWorld, and you'll watch, and you can do it, he can do it, anybody can do it. And I... I have okay. you done it? I have. I've never made it. Okay. But both of my sons work there. And both of them now, so his TikTok was he climbed and he did the button. And he goes, if you want an extra challenge, you can try it with no hands. So he, did, so he walked up with no hands and hit the button. Now, I'm watching this live, not watching his TikTok. I'm watching him do this, and I'm blown away. Because, yeah, I guess when it's slow, they just do ladder tricks. So then he did, <laughs> and <clears throat> I kid you not, he went backwards with no hands 
and it's these videos. I don't know how long TikTok stay alive. I don't know, but man. we'll find it. But but no, you can do an expose on the ladder game and see that it's legit and it's hard. And they just practice. And once you get kind of the rhythm, it's like hula hoop. You know, first few times you hula hoop, yeah, you, you know look what? Like an, still can't hula hoop. Yep. See. <laughs> Hula hoops are rigged. And I'm still not doing TikTok. Big hulu or big hula hoop. <laughs> still, still not doing TikTok. So, God bless your son, though. God bless your son. I hope he gets a million views on this next trick. Yeah, he he's he got a little cocky when he got that bug and, and just thought, you know, he could poop on camera and get a million views. And Did he do? Did he really deuce on camera? No. Oh, no, my but... God. I was like, you know what? <laughs> That's bold. Yeah, it, it, you know, and you know and what? there's probably me, a fetish out there that so, likes yeah, that oh garbage. Yeah, yeah. Somebody, I would, I don't, I've never actually uh, been on TikTok, but I, I bet some, I bet there's some. Well, no, just don't go. There's a, there's a rabbit hole you no, want to go down. No, That's like no. Nah. I live in a very nice Wheaties filled sports <laughs> yeah, emporium. You definitely live in a Wheaties filled. <laughs> Room. Where I look around, and that's my son up there in USD days. And oh, that's cool. Yeah, he's playing pro football in Japan right now. Wait, what? Yeah, pro they, football. They play pro football in Japan. Who knew? Did not know that. I knew yeah. baseball. Yeah. they uh, Did not know they had pro football. They do. And hey, it's, do you get paid to play a sport? God bless you, man. And they're paying pretty well. Nice. Good yeah. for him. He makes more than I do. Well, But once I become big. Hold it against them and then cut him out of the will. Yeah, no, he's, I'm. I'm sure none of my kids are going to be waiting for my will. <laughs> they've you already got toilet paper, Dad. Yeah, they've already. They've already started making their own fortune because they know what's coming from. <laughs> There's not from much mom left and dad. Yeah, I'd like to say we're going to spend it, but we spent it a long time ago. <laughs> we don't have much to spend. So tell me how you got how you ended up uh, from Syracuse to San Diego. The television business of this first part. I went from Syracuse in '99. Got my first job in Hagerstown, Maryland, the thriving. What? what? Ma, I know it's, it's a huge town of just like you and some cows. <laughs> um, just an hour and a half outside of DC was my first job. I was a reporter anchor there. Spent a year there. Then I spent two years in central Pennsylvania, which is the armpit of life. It just, <laughs> it's like Johnstown Altoona State College. And if people have actually heard or been to those places, they go, they're going to go, yeah, I've been, yeah, that's, that's those places. <laughs> Those places suck. Yeah, and they do. They just I I was very unhappy in central Pennsylvania for two epically long years. And then my wife at the time got offered a job in San Diego. We had both set a goal. So we both in Pennsylvania working. We were, she was in... going to grad school in central Pennsylvania, okay. which is why I was there. Okay. And then uh, as soon as she graduated, we're like, we got to get out of this place. This place is, we, we hate hunting and we hate Walmart, so we don't belong in <laughs> Pennsylvania. And I, I don't hate Walmart, but I'm a Target guy. Yeah, you know, hey, loyalty is important. High end stuff. Twenty. Know. I spent twenty years, not quite twenty, about fifteen years working at Kmart. Kmart. R.I.P. You're like a blue light special walking around. That's how I met name. my wife. Nice. Really. Tension shoppers. That flashing blue lights going back in our automotive department. We no, have oil yeah, filters. I they regularly the sell two hundred. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 yeah. Oh, I did the blue lights. Oh, you were probably stoked about the oh, blue lights. It was, Give me that microphone. Yep. Let's do this. <laughs> That's right. Give blue me light special, folks. And so, and, yeah, in 2002, got out to San Diego, uh, started NBC7, worked my way up the line there, jumped to another station, jumped to another station, and then in 2018, I went back to NBC, and God willing, I will retire there, hopefully sooner than later. <laughs> but I still have 20-plus years left of this in these tires here. God help me. You better get some retreads. Dude. Yeah. Or at least an alignment. You need some uh... magic legs. <laughs> there must have been some magic in that. Oh, wow. We... Speaking of singing. Oh, crap. If you <laughs> if you listen to the show, which you 
don't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I listen to every episode. Every, 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 I've missed every single, every, you one, every single one. Well, you hopefully listen to this one. Uh, at least your friends might listen to this one. Not likely. Not likely. <laughs> well, then, uh, my guest today has been. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> one of the things we have our uh, regulars do, or our people do, when they come on, is they sing a jingle, a TV jingle, or a theme song, anything you're comfortable with. Um, or more importantly, uncomfortable with, you know, the first thing that came to mind was like, I've told people it's my favorite jingle, but it's, I, I, I want to dig deeper. Okay. How much time do I have? To- as much as you want, man. You're okay. the world is your oyster. Oh, you know, I should go back to my, my childhood, my okay. favorite television cartoon. Do it. It's embarrassing though. Well, that's the point. Oh, it's just mortifying. <laughs> Like mortifying. <laughs> my favorite cartoon as a kid was Transformers. Of course, that was it my was. life. That was my toys. I still have the toys. I was so disappointed when my kids are going. I don't want to play uh, with that. Right. Story. I was like, y'all a bunch of haters. All you, your souls are full of hate. You don't realize how awesome and dangerous right. these toys it are. It turns into a car. They're actually made of metal. They're not plastic. <laughs> these things are dangerous. Nothing but lead paint and metal. And that was oh wait. Transformers, more than meets the eye. Oh, yeah. Autobots wage a battle to destroy the evil force of the Decepticons. Decepticons. Transformers. I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure I messed that up somewhere. My go-to commercial, okay, Jiffy Lube. Do it. We're good to your car, so your car will be good to you. Jiffy Lube. Every 3,000 miles, just bring it into Jiffy Lube. All across America, you're there to see us through. Just around the corner, a neighborhood Jiffy Lube. 3,000 miles, you make us Jiffy Lube, America's favorite oil change. Ladies and gentlemen, and Joe, I searched and searched for Jiffy Lube commercials, and none of them sounded anything like what you were singing. So, uh, anyway, that's the closest I could find. I hope you get it like some kind of commercial out of that. Okay, well, yeah, maybe. Maybe. You I, don't say, have, hey, I don't have I don't have an oil change and lube sponsor, so. You, you need a lube sponsor at least. <laughs> <Da-ding>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're one step away from the explicit. S- sitting in a man cave, you know That's it right. goes down. <laughs> Uh, all right. On that note, we're going to take a break, and we're going to thank an actual sponsor, uh, <laughs> Jacob Ober over at Retro Sports. They do embroidery and T-shirt silk screening and uniforms and sell sports equipment and custom order stuff, fitness and stuff. And whenever you need something made, check out Retro Sports with Jacob Ober. They might pull their sponsorship after this. They might. <laughs> that joke. Well, he doesn't sucks. listen either. So, <laughs> <laughs> so. Just keep downloading, everybody. I don't care if you listen. I need the just download as much as possible, and then go get your embroidery done over there. Yes, absolutely. And tell them, tell them Tony sent you. Yep, that and would be the best, actually. If they were like, "Hey, man, 
Tony said I should come here and get that's that has proof of purchase. Yep. No, it's you're you're getting you're getting into the machine. I'm in the machine. I'm not in the machine at all. Yeah, you'll be in the machine. I hope so. By the time we're done. And we're back. <laughs> some of that you may hear, some of that you may not. <laughs> <laughs> what happens during the commercial that stays stays in the commercial. What happens on the demo stays on the demo. Let's see. So let's talk about your stories. I'm sure there's tons of funny stories and sad stories. What you have any stories that stand out any you know favorites over the years? I mean, the easiest go-to one is the fact that I was one of the, I was either, I think I was one of the first reporters at the crash site of United Flight 93 in Shanksville, Pennsylvania on 9-11. Wow. I walked up to the crater. I mean, I was there before the FBI. I was there before the state police. I was there with the fire, I mean, the firemen. Holy cow. And my photographer and I at the time walked, I mean, we were in the field minutes after the plane crashed man and we were out in that field for the rest of the week obviously yeah but to be a young reporter covering that kind of story that was nuts but that's that's the easy one but i have stories that stand out in my head just because they whether i just enjoyed the story itself it won an emmy or how many emmys do you have 17 i asked <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to find a way to work that in, and you. you... I have said I have lost more than I have won. Uh, wow! I've entered far more categories and been nominated for a lot. And so you're a seventeen-time Emmy winner. Yes. Nice. I'm gonna put that at the beginning. Oh, you should definitely. I'm gonna. We should definitely go back and edit that in. Because <laughs> that's all I'm about. That's. I, I, you said you collected Emmys, and I, I thought you meant like maybe like on eBay when somebody auctions off. <laughs> It's like, oh, he died. Let's go buy their yeah, Emmys. Yeah, let me go buy the Emmys. No, I earn all of mine. Nice. So, like, uh, tell me a funny story, amusing story. Something happened that was kind of funny. And you can Oh, talk. okay, okay, all right. Yeah, okay, one of right. the worst days of my career. Okay. was pretty funny. Please. You're, you know, we do these things in the news business called door knocks, where okay. we, need to, we need to talk to a random person who lives in this certain community. So we just go up to their door cold like a salesman. Hi, I'm Joe Little with NBC7. Can I talk to you about widgets or COVID these days can I talk to you about COVID-19 right. and toenail clipping who cares well this one time I'm out in a community where there's not a whole lot of there's a lot of space between homes you know so it's not like you could like walk but so I, I go up to this one house and I knock on the door a few seconds go by and I fear I, I get the sense that someone has looked through a window to see who's right. at the door door opens up and it's a dude my height with about 50 to 100 pounds extra. Oh. Wearing a robe. And that's a significant amount. Open. Oh. And that's it. Wow. And he just opened up the door like, hey. I'm like, I'm out. Now, the uh, <laughs> Never mind, sir. You have a good, you have a great day. I was like, So this just, isn't like Publisher's Clearinghouse. The camera's weren't rolling at that no, point, right? I don't, I don't, I don't carry the camera up to a door. Okay, cold. I was going to say. It's funny because I'm a pool guy. Yeah, and I'm people sure you are, see some horrible things. People are always are saying, you know, hey, you know, is it? I'm like, no, this isn't a movie that you just. No, you it know, doesn't happen like that. No. <laughs> you know, I I take you know gophers out of people's pools, and <laughs> I did have a customer who's passed away, and I wouldn't give his name anyway, but he would every day come out in a diaper and talk to me. And a dude diaper or like in like a fetish diaper? No, no, a dude, just an old guy diaper. Okay, I think. old diaper. Okay. Which again. I, Okay, but w w this is like the first time I'm at his pool. He comes out in a diaper to talk to me, and I'm thinking, "Why like shorts over it?" No. Oh, that's and that... he did it because he was one of the first stops of the day, and I'd get there at like seven in the morning, 
and he come out, hey, Tony, how you doing? Every day in his adult diaper, and and good for him for being so confident. But I don't know what gave him the idea that we had that kind of friendship. <laughs> Where did you ever like go like so? Incontinence? No, right. like, did you ever <laughs> no, so just no, a terrible problem? What's going on here? And so I, to to ease it, I just started wearing a diaper. Also, so oh, that's fine. That was that's that's an unfortunate <laughs> image I have in my head now. That's really unfortunate. Don't pretend like it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate, been... <laughs> yeah, especially because yours is probably brown streak. Hey, <laughs> hey, it's definitely skid marks. Yeah, edit that out. No, can't. I... <laughs> We'll see how it sounds. We'll see how it goes. Does it play well with the audience? Right. Um, tell me about some sad stories. It says you uh, were there when they cleaned out Tony Gwynn's locker. Oh, I was not. Th- well, so great, great local photographer, Mike Howder. Um, shooter, he's a camera a f- a photographer at 10 News. Well, back in the day when Tony Gwynn was really starting to dig into his hitting and turning into a science and we all know, oh, sport, true sports fans know that Tony Gwynn was the first one to use video to study his swing, perfect his swing, and teach his swing and teach uh, hitters. Well, he employed, he hired Mike Howder to sort of be his, you're my partner, my right-hand man. You're going to do all my video. You're going to shoot my, my practices. You're going to travel with the team. And Mike did that for several years. I don't know the exact details of what years he started and whatnot, but he was Tony Gwynn's videographer he developed a system with tony wow when tony retired and went to san diego state and at this point you know towards the end of tony's career you know he didn't have to worry about videotaping a swing anymore he he he, was a god yeah he pretty much had it down mike went back to 10 news and that's where i met mike well and then when tony took over san diego state he wanted to get video back into the system so he hired mike to work freelance so so mike set up all the cameras for practices and games so he could teach his players right tony dies Horrible day as a San Diegan. That was the worst day as a sports fan. There's no other. There's nothing. I mean, losing the Super Bowl doesn't even compare right. to losing Tony Gwynn. No. So, and this is probably the biggest honor above Emmys or anything that anyone's ever come up to me and said, "Joe, a photographer." And in, in 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 my little world of news, photographers and MMJs they don't usually like each other. Yeah. Because we're just sort of like you know. The MMJs are these people who have historically thought people think we've threatened the industry. Mm-hmm. You know, we are doing, we're stealing jobs, or right. we're not as good as them. And then, of course. but it's not true. Um, oh, you're not as good. No, I am better. <laughs> um, but Mike came to me specifically and asked me, "Hey, I have to go clean out my office at San Diego State Aztec Stadium at Tony Gwynn Stadium, and yeah. I have to clear out all my gear. Uh, Tony's dead, and I'm not going to be." part of the regime going forward. So I'm going to go clear out the gear. And he said, can you, would you like to do a story about just sort of just, and I was beyond honored. Right. So I, I followed Mike there. We shot, I shot an interview. I shot him cleaning up the gear and the last shot. Um, Mike was sitting at the table. He had just packed up all the cameras and he's sitting at the table and he said a line that just, he's like, you know, I think God just needed a number two hitter. Oh, and he just took him too soon. And then Mike, who's a he was a just a dude, he starts breaking down. I'm behind the camera, just like <laughs> just breaking down. I already and I already cried over Tony Gwynn. I yeah. had called Ben Higgins's radio show to talk about Tony Gwynn and my experiences with Tony Gwynn. And but with seeing Mike, a grown man who I'd never seen cry before, choke up and lose it, that was it. And then 
I put the story together. It turned out really well. I won an Emmy for that story in the sports department, in sports, in sports. And of course, all the sports guys hated me for that one. Of course. Um, but it was like, that's easily one of the saddest stories I've ever done. Yeah. Wow. No, that's, uh, that's. Sorry about bringing everybody down. Yeah, there. I was going to say. And uh, tell me again about the nude guy. So. <laughs> oh, God. God, there's no Vienna sausages small enough to describe. But anyway. Hey, now, you are going to. We're one tick away. Um, tick. <laughs> <laughs> it was a tick. Um, tick. Now, besides being an MMJ, you travel the country and teach people how to suck less at doing the news. Is yes. the way you describe that, job. Yes. <laughs> there, there are so many people. And, and God, anyone who watches the news can see like, why is that look like garbage? Yeah. Why is this? Why, why does do it I, look like? What's the What's the main thing you see that you go, oh brother? People don't know how to frame a shot. People don't know how to interview the right people. People just have this vision. And a lot of times, especially these some younger reporters these days, they just want to be on TV. It's not about yeah, the work telling the, the news. And a lot yeah. of people don't watch the news because it's sad and depressing yeah. or it's scary. You know, I've always tried to make my stories uplifting or like emotional. Like stole my truck. Yeah, when I, when you, well, that one's was, that, that was just like, not, not news. It's <laughs> I actually was, cheered on that guy. You steal the guy's truck. It he was left on the, keys the news. In the <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Real people, and and I try and be uplifted. In fact, I was really happy with my NBC7 boss, who at the beginning of this pandemic challenged me because I really want you to bring positive stories to the nice. newscast. So I literally, for the past year, I have focused, especially on the days where I have to do the turd of a story, right. to at least have some kind of glimmer of hope and happiness and success as opposed to being the downer all the time yeah well i can't afford a syracuse uh education Neither but can I. teach me how to <laughs> teach me how to do a, a news story i want to do a story you want to do a news story yeah i'm going to do, 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 do a news story on a retired military veteran who's opening their own business and they're getting into construction construction and, and they're military gonna... veteran ones well the thing about stories is that the story might be about the report might be about the new construction business and there's a sailor who's becoming a uh, construction All right the story is about the sailor the vet the guy who has retired why is he doing this how is he doing this how does it you know what emotional bond does he have with construction why you have to dig through yeah. the layers of the onion the best stories you remember because they moved you emotionally the worst reports you don't remember because you don't. You're not moved emotionally. If if you could put emotion with the facts, if you could move someone to cry, to be angry, to laugh, they will remember those facts better than someone who's just selling you, throwing you facts and facts and facts. So if you want to do a story and have people remember it, find a character and make them make your viewer feel something about that character. That's a thousand dollar lesson. Wow! And you'll good luck finding a lot of people who do that. It's, it's a dying art. It, it's a, it is. In I'm our a instant... snob. I'm an incredible snob. And yes, it is a dying art. Yeah. No. And I. How many people are watching the news these days? Right. And that's it's because everybody thinks the news is now on TikTok, oh. in vertical video. God Almighty! <laughs> there is no. People get their news from Facebook. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Say no more. Get their video from TikTok. Say no more. I just gonna. Hey, just... I will not have you be smirch TikTok. I'm Tony. I will be smirch TikTok. <laughs> I, I haven't TikTok. Vertical video. I'm gonna TikTok. Vertical video is the worst form of any kind of media <laughs> in the world. That includes like smoke signals and Sanskrit. Wow, worse than Sanskrit. Yeah, and people don't even know Sanskrit anymore, except those like those three people at that one school. 
<laughs> oh, those three people. Yeah. They can write letters to themselves. Vertical video. If you do vertical video, you just... I, okay. Okay. <laughs> so you're, you're anti-vertical video. Anti-vertical video. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. You wanted to be on SportsCenter would be an anchor with Dan Patrick back in the day. Love sports. Yeah. I, wa- I wanted to be in sports because that's where all the cool kids were. <laughs> and that's where I wanted – I was a basketball player in college, and right. I wanted to be in sports. I wanted just like, – because it was easy. You didn't have to think. Um, yeah. Who, in sports center in the 90s was king. It was giant. It was everything. They were doing news stories about sports center. They were doing TV specials about – and Kenny Main and Stuart Scott – those were the coolest dudes on the planet. Uh, who was the other guy? Scott Van Pelt's currently one of He's my still favorites. There. Dan Patrick and Keith Olbermann when they were whatever the big show. I wanted to be sitting next to Dan Patrick on the anchor desk at Brist in Bristol. Why? Why didn't you? What? I just got to Syracuse, and I went to Syracuse specifically because SU in our business world is known as Sportscaster U. Yeah. You look at all the people at Bristol, all the people on air: Mike Tirico, Bob Costas. Marv Albert, 90% of the people who work at ESPN went to Syracuse. It is yeah. Sportscaster U. And I was like, oh, that's what I want to do. But I got there, brilliant professor, brilliant who became a dean, um, said, no, 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 you're not going to do sports. got to do news. If you do news, you'll be a more well-rounded person, and you'll have a better job, and a better chance of finding a job. Because you look at any newsroom these days, any TV station, all the jobs, maybe 2%, maybe probably 1% of them are full-time sports. Everything else is news. Yeah, that's... Uh, you were doing sports. I wanted to do sports. But you knew how tough it is. Yeah, it was uh, tough. Because I'm old. I'm 57 years old. That's old. That's old. That's really old. <laughs> but when I was coming like up... new knees old. There was, yeah, there was no <laughs> ESPN. There was no... You know, none of the stuff was, mm-hmm. was around, and our, the path of sports was five minutes on the local news. What was the ABC show? Was it ABC or CBS? Uh, there was George Michael Sports. Sports Machine. The, what, oh, Wild World of Sports. Was that ABC? That was ABC. ABC's Wild World of Sports. George Michael Sports Machine. George Michael Sports WRC Machine. WRC and yep. DC. Yep. That would, and he'd have a segment on maybe NBC News. One of the national things. And my mom would always make sure I was watching. Warner Wolf. Come check out Warner Wolf. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, bless her heart, you know, yeah. trying to support me. But no, it's it's there's just no path. There was no path then. There's a, there's a a bigger path, but unfortunately the tributaries are much bigger too. There's so many people who want to so do many, it. And then on top of that, all this young sports people out there right now, yeah. they're competing with former athletes right. now. So right. if you're a pro athlete and you're like, oh, my knees are done, guess go talk. Right. Even though you have no like Michael right. Strahan has no business talking on television. I agree with you. Zero business, and he took a job from somebody. Yeah. He could have done anything with his millions of dollars. He didn't he, just take a job. He stole, ripped, put in his pocket, yeah. and laughed on the way because yeah. he, he has. Well, let me let me demure a little bit. He's he's a charismatic person with super nice guy with no but. But if he wasn't a former football player, zero he chance would have, of getting right, that job. He would have no job at all. I mean, you say things. Same thing about Tony Romo. Although I will say that Tony Romo is pretty good at what he does. Yeah, at the breaking down the X's and O's, and yeah, he's, and he's raising the salaries for everybody yeah. around him. <laughs> oh, Almost seventeen is, million. Is a year. it too late for me to get into pro football and then <sighs> <laughs> then retire and go into? I would the get boot. hit once. I never played football. Oh, I right. would get hit once and quit. I'm like, no, I'm good. Ow, I don't, ow, ow. I don't need that whole. I don't need that in my life. <laughs> I'm like, oh, so this is part of the game? No, I'm yeah. out. <laughs> I'm going to go play tennis. <laughs> or golf. You play golf? Poorly. I, Once I, or twice a year. I play poorly, so I don't play. I'm too... I can't... 
not do it well. I don't have the mental makeup. I don't either. I don't like. I'm like, ah, oh, hit it hard. All right, shame. I like throwing the club. <laughs> Love throwing the club. We should go have a club throwing Ideally, round someone of else. golf. Where, well, <laughs> Dodge Club. Yes. <laughs> no one talks about Dodge Club. Yeah, it's that would be interesting. All right, I'm gonna go to another commercial break because I got I got sponsors, man. See, um, it's God bless you because um, I don't. I'm rolling. My in station the... does. I don't. Yeah. No one sponsors. They say we will really like Joe Little. So yeah, we'll we'll sponsor every show, but yeah, Joe Little <laughs> is he in that segment? No, no. Now, now so you you get paid? You have to prorate salary per story? How do, no, how no, no. We uh, how do you personally most get TV paid? stations? Most in this market, most of the reporters have contracts. So I'm on a three year contract. Okay. And then we have there's some stations like every you have freelancers who maybe right. fill in the gaps because we have people go on vacations, maternity leave, sure. parental leave. Um, you know, people leave and yeah, it's, so there's freelance contracts. So there's a day rate at stations. Nice. But most of us are on our, uh, just uh, salary. several year contracts. Salary. Okay. Yeah. Nice. All right. On that note, I'm going to go make some see. bills. I was going to segue into construction and building things up because Alante construction, if you need jobs in San Diego, I'm a, I'm a pro man. I'm a pro. <laughs> that, was, that was the worst segue. It, perhaps. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry, Rick, you don't have to pay this month. <laughs> Was Joe Little <laughs> Rick Villapondu? Rick is apparently and, uh, from the East County too. Alante Construction. He's uh, got a commercial here, and we are back. Okay, today. we're back. Okay, yes. <laughs> yeah, there's some funny stuff happening in the breaks, folks. We're uh, for the right price. We might, <laughs> we, recorded. we might release some of this stuff. So uh, tell me about your kids. You have kids. What are they? What are they doing? I have two glorious boys, and I think anyone who's had kids and is a good parent, they live and die by their kids. Yes. So I got my fourteen-year-old son and my eleven-year-old son. Who, yes, people who know me, I named them after my college. My oldest is Mason. My youngest is Tyler George after George Mason. Then I tattooed mm-hmm. the school on my body for them. Not because of the school, but just it's my way of thinking. Of so. Them. Now, what'd you tattoo? The George? George Mason sports logo. The logo okay. on my shoulder. Oh wow! It's I do love the school, but it's it's for my two sons. At least and that's what you tell them. My fourteen year old is a monster. He's been over six feet tall since he was twelve. Wow! He's six four now, and he's only what? fourteen. He's taller than me now. What does he What does he do? I mean, I hate he, to be the he cliche. He was playing basketball and volleyball. Oh, he was he was just about to try volleyball. When the pandemic began. Oh, no. But he's been a basketball player for years. Okay. Um, and this pandemic has been the worst. Because oh. I'm not one of those parents who's going to go travel and spend thousands of dollars a month on travel ball to Arizona. I love you parents who do that. I'm not that guy. <laughs> I, yeah. like, and my son's not that guy. He's like, I don't want to go freaking spend my entire weekend playing 14 basketball games. Yeah. He made a soccer all-star game team one year. And he had like four games in the weekend. He was in year two. He was like, I don't want to play soccer. He never played soccer again. He's wow. like, I'm done. And I think that's an underreported side effect of a lot of this travel burnout. stuff. These kids just burn out. Yeah. Now, I will say that I've met plenty of kids who, like, this kid was clearly born to play baseball. And, he, like, my one of my best friends, his son was like, I'm a, he, he forced him to take a break. Oh, wow. And his son's like, Good going, for him. like, three months, he's like, I need to play and he hasn't stopped since. And this kid's going to be, he'll play in college at least. Nice. I wish my kid wanted to play back. Cause I love basketball. And my 11 year old, just, he's just like the good old fashioned six, sixth grade American kid. 
I thought you were gonna say six foot tall. I was no, say, no, he's dang. He's he's, he's going to be tall too. He's going to be, but he's he's above average. But he's, he's he's he hasn't hit his spurt yet. Yeah, and he's just all over. Like every three months, it's something new. I'm like I like geology today. Like, really great. Then three three months later, I think I'm going to start collecting Pokemon cards. I'm like, all right, I'll, <laughs> I'm going to support you on that. Then three months later, I'm done with Pokemon. I'm like, yes. <sighs> no, I'm see that's the difference between you and me because I'm like, Ugh, we have this stupid binder full of Pokemon cards that I've spent all this time because you you know you, you want to embrace the hobby. So, so I spent a fortune on yes. that crap. Right, that's what I, I was mean. Like, you want this? All right, let's do it. Let's, do let's it. go yeah. get some good stuff. So you roll up on those kids. Right. Uh, you, you, you know, no, yeah. those are mine. Right. <laughs> Sleeping out. So, but uh, he, so he has a lot of, and, but and they're in binders, and that's he's got good. some high end ones. But nice. then it's like, nah, it's collecting dust. But uh, I just heard actually a couple of days ago, I just I heard a report a podcast that, that Pokemon card value is going crazy. It's, so well, I I think a lot of it's been pandemic driven. Yeah. I don't know, but. And I, and I will say this because of the pandemic, I've been grateful for digital technology. But once we get out of this thing, I am going to take a baseball bat to the Call of Duty, to the <laughs> Xbox X, to the iPads, the to the Switches. Have you I'm done gonna, Have you done any of the virtual reality stuff yet? I have not, just because I like reality. No, re- you'll like this. In small doses. I mean, I, I, I you don't live in it. And I haven't done any of the super extensive I've stuff. I've seen funny videos of people who are being videotaped doing virtual reality. That was like my wife. Fallen. We videotaped her and she fell. Outstanding. Yes. That's high quality in her head. Yes. See, I'm down with that. Okay. See, and that's, I mean, you, you want to do it. And it's it's a fun mental chess game to say, look, I know I'm standing in my living room. I know <laughs> that I am. The I am, ground is right there. Right. I, I am not balancing on a plank. On a skyscraper, or I am not falling See, out of okay. a door. I'm down with that idea. Yeah. See, okay. and that's and that's that whole and that's a, and it's it sounds easy, but I'm telling you, I was on that plank on a size skyscraper, and I was scared I was going to fall off. Then <laughs> <laughs> so what happens and if you fall off in the video? You, you fall. I mean, the 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 buildings rush and everything by you, and it's it's a weird feeling. But do you, you like at the bottom? No, they oh, no that's so fun. Yeah, they don't show you your face hitting the concrete, oh, right. but you do. You hit you hit the ground, and um, I guess it's like a Superman landing because oh yeah, well, if it's you a just, hero landing. That's right, cool because you just land and right. then you walk go away. From, yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely. Virtual. But it was yeah. you know, and I there's all kinds of levels of it, but the, we played a couple. My son got one, and it's again, I have a really short attention span, <laughs> so what. It, it says here uh, some of your hobbies and collections, which I didn't understand, but I'll give you another opportunity oh. to say it. You collect, <laughs> you collect Emmys. <laughs> I, I collect Emmys. So, Those are uh, pretty girl statues. That's uh, that. Actually, all seriousness, that's pretty impressive. Seventeen Emmys. That's Thank not, you, man. That's not a. Uh, it's not a coming. I have two Emmys. Nice, really. I have no Emmys. Oh, I have God. not. I was Mr. Mount Hood. Community College, 1986. I was Mr. O'Connell in 1994. What's O'Con- what is that? That was my high school. Oh, really? Is that the truth? <laughs> yeah, it's true. Because I was well, Nichols was. Mr. I mean, that's Mr. high school. O'Connell. That's not bad. No, I mean, I was college. Yeah, it's I mean, community college, but still, yeah. <laughs> it's like glorify. It's like thirteenth grade. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. I was Mr. Thirteenth and Fourteenth grade. Uh, but it was, uh, it was legit. Got my picture on the paper cover, of the Rolling Stone. Or the Mount Hood Gazette. I'm yeah, sure. it's, it's close. I mean, <laughs> it's, well, I six of one, half a dozen of the other. Uh, Mike flags? What do you mean, Mike flags? You collect? You know those t- those stupid things that reporters carry the microphones, uh-huh. some, and then on top of that is the, like a the little news square thing square that says, thing? Uh-huh. Yeah. 
you'll never see me using one of those in a story. Oh, okay. So I'm trying to liberate the planet of those. It's bad television. <laughs> so I have I have a few hundred. I think I have really? more bike flags than you have Wheaties boxes. Oh, now you're not seeing That's all my Wheaties a, boxes. I guarantee you, I, there's a lot. There's so much that I'm planning on making furniture out of them. Wow, that yeah. is a lot. That is just bad television. But I have... I have, have more Wheaties, Wheaties boxes. Box. You have a lot of Wheaties. Yeah, boxes. Man, I have more that aren't on display. You're you have not so seeing many Wheaties boxes, and I don't even recognize some of the athletes on these boxes. That's how many. Then you're you not have. a sports fan. I, I don't point to one box you don't recognize. Well, the 2007 Phoenix Mercury champions. Okay, <laughs> there. <That's, that's, laughs> probably the you know one. What? Actually, the, oh, hold whoa. up, hold up. I'm walking away. From, I'm going to talk loud. Okay, the, okay, I'm, okay. Go ahead. Hold up, dude. Who is that? Can I take this down? Yes. Hold up. I'm holding. This on your 2007 WNBA Phoenix Mercury Championship box. Oh, we're on the verge of something. Is that my college coach? I don't know. Is it? I think that's Paul Westhead. I know he coached really? the WNBA. I th I th Another thing, if you listen to the show, yeah, that I'll do. And I'll edit in the uh, don't I'll put the, we don't we're not allowed fact checking during the show. Oh shoot! But after the show, I'll really look it up and then I'll put in a little like Jeopardy doo, 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 and say the coach of the Mercury was in fact, and I'll say who it is. If it's Paul Westhead, well, I mean, go ahead and look it up now. So we can't keep the audience waiting. I might edit it out. But. No, but I mean it's Paul. I think that's Paul Westhead. See, then you do know somebody on that box. <sighs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> hey Siri, I hate this woman. Who coached the Phoenix Mercury in 2007? Hold it close to the mic. Zero chance she gets I'm this. I'm not sure who the coach was for the Mercury in 2007. Of course, you are the you are a worthless, okay, hang worthless on. technology. Phone. Where's my phone? Google. I think that's Coach. I, it's been so long since I've seen him in person. I I played for Coach Westhead in 95, 96 at George Mason. So this is a whole 11 years later. I know he coached the WNBA. Hey Google, who coached the 2006? Seven. But I never. It just said 2006. Okay, who? 19. Shut up, Google. Okay, what's the year? 2007 Two, champions. And what team? Mercury. Phoenix Mercury. Hey Google, who coached the 2007 Phoenix Mercury championship basketball team? Paul Westhead. Oh, oh look, look at that! that. <laughs> and Google won series zero. <laughs> accurate statement i'm gonna put your box now okay yeah I'll, I'll take care of that but how cool is that that is really cool okay let's clean all this up paul westhead was indeed the coach of the george mason patriots from 93 to 97 between stints with the denver nuggets and the golden state warriors in 2006 he coached the phoenix mercury to their championship season in the wnba a verifiable check of the roster the 1995 to 96 george mason patriots shows plucky sophomore joe little he's a forward he averaged 0.3 points per game 0.3 rebounds a game and of course a ball hog with zero assists they said he played with a lot of heart and hustle translation for not very athletic that's a, that, actually that's amazing of but now you have defaulted your argument to half these boxes. You don't know who they are. Yeah, I don't even remember why I made that statement. All I right. see his fluty flakes up there, and that's some strong stuff right there. You know what's funny is my favorite, and I always talk about this, is that Mark McGuire, the year he bust, he broke the record, uh, Safeway Generic Toasted Oats. And I'm like, 
his neck looked like toasted oats too. It's, it's like <laughs> toasted oats. Hmm. <sighs> you know, no. I mean, I I get not everybody gets Wheaties boxes, but there's like. Flutie Flakes, Kurt Warner's Crunch Time, Brian Grant of the Trailblazers, Monster O's, A Rod Forty Forty Crunch. Those are some random flavors, yo. Yeah, there's some uh, there's some crazy cereals, but Mark McGuire Toasted Safeway Generic Oats. Got to be totally worth it, like at least four or five dollars. I box. well, because it's full, it is. <laughs> <laughs> the cereal's worth that. The cereal's worth nine dollars. That deduct five dollars for the yeah, box. For movie. <laughs> yeah. Is he still coaching the Padres? Uh, I don't. think think so he was with he us was for like a, a few coach, years yeah for a, for a minute for uh, all those great years I, we are our memorable hitting years as a Padres. yeah mark mcguire was the san diego padres hitting coach 2016 17 and 18 he stepped down after the 2018 season when the padres were ranked 28th out of 30 in batting average and runs scored the padres look good this year though <sighs> get on board dude i am not i've always been on board it's just been hard for me to spend money on a losing product. Yeah, oh, of course. Now it's like, take my money. And now I'm selling it. season tickets. It's the, it's the stupid COVID, man. It is. I hate COVID. I hate COVID. Will, if COVID was a child, I'd punch it in the face. No, that'd be child abuse. I, if COVID I would, was an adult. I would, no, I would, <laughs> no, if COVID was a child, I would still punch it in the face. I would punch it in the face hard. I'd wait till COVID turned 18, and then I'd punch it no, in the face. I'm not waiting that long. <laughs> punch you in the face. I'll falcon punch you in the throat. Just like, boo, choke. <laughs> so okay, so Emmys and Mike Flags. You recognize Paul Westhead on the Wheaties box, which actually that's an amazing both coincidence and and get just that that would all kind of fall. I'm into more place. impressed with my eyesight. I am impressed with your eyesight as well. Mm-hmm. But now I'm gonna have to go Google your basketball stats. Did we talk about your what was your? Did you you scored my, right? I scored a bucket, one bucket in six games. Hey, I, but I have NCAA. Division one statistics. So we can look you up. Any I, rebounds, any steals, or just the one bucket? I, I know I got a foul. You know I got a turnover. Foul. I know I have a couple boards. Okay. Yeah. All I right. think I think I have three boards. Well, I was telling my son. We're talking like a total career on the court <laughs> of maybe three minutes. Yeah. Like I was like, when I came in, we were either down by 20 or up by 20. Right. So we were probably down by 20. <laughs> Paul, Paul Westhead didn't know how to use you. That was Dude, the problem. Dude, we scored so many points. The problem was the other team scored more. Yeah. You were not a defensive first uh, philosophy? I was. Oh. The team was not. Right. We were running gun. You know running oh, gun, yeah. Loyola oh, yeah. Marymount? I mean, Hank oh, Gathers, Gathers and, and Kimball. Kimball. Yep. Yeah. And the left-handed free throws. He tried doing that at, at George Mason where he did not have Hank Gathers. <laughs> or, he had Joe Little. He did it. He did, <laughs> he did it anything. at Denver, too, in the in the league, uh, right? Uh, Chris Jackson. Yeah, Mahmoud Rauf, Rauf, and 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 he lost there too. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have Hank Gathers. But in it was it, right. It was fun to watch though. It was fun to it's watch. Fun to watch. You know what? He he put me on the team. I had some good, got some gr- cool green shoes. <laughs> well, that, no, honestly though, obviously you want to play and you want to win, you want to start, you want to do all that stuff. But just if you like basketball. Playing Division One basketball, just was, going to practice and playing and banging every day is got to be amazing thing. Yeah. And I'm six four at my prime. I was six four. I think I'm like five eleven now. Yeah, you I'm shrunk just like fat. No, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm no, I'm at least six two, six three now. But at my prime, I was six four, standing up straight, and I was one of the short guys. Really, going to going to the just walking into the the lobby of a hotel. It was always like, huh. that's a basketball team. Yeah, like, yeah. 
<laughs> it was a um, cool feeling. That would be cool. Running into a home stadium with thousands uh, of fans, like dozens of fans. <laughs> <laughs> so over under on the listeners, do I have more listeners or did you have more fans at the game? And I'm telling you, I'm averaging a good 300 plus per we episode. Had, we had, we had. You're more than 300. Yeah. I, I'm sure you definitely. Did. <laughs> yeah, we definitely have more than 300. <laughs> there, there, we, we, we couldn't hear a pin drop, that's for sure. We okay. Could not, yeah. We could. You can't hear a pin drop during my show. Oh. Now, when George Mason went to the Final Four yes, those years. That was bananas. That was bananas. I'm glad I lived in California during that time. You were in California? Yeah, it sucked. Well, you got a tattoo, so you get your bona fides if they ever. Yeah. When they win, you can say, hey. I got street cred. I was there before y'all were. That's right. That's right. Oh, y'all, Johnny come lately, jumping yeah. on the George Mason bandwagon. It's like all these Padres fans. I'm like, who, who are yeah. you? Yeah, I'm with you. Yep. Yeah, were you rooting when we had nobody? Right. And, yeah, I'm with you. And I'm all about, let's make room, let's open the circle. Oh, but hell yeah. I hate the the haters and the bashers and the trolls who, oh, Padre, oh, there you go. We Padre again. Oh, Padre, Padre, Padre. And then they become good, and it's like, yeah, Padres. Yeah. Either you're an objective you know, evaluator of talent, which is how you presented yourself when they were bad. Now you can't turn into a super fan now. Right. So my, my son's girlfriend, Lizzie, shout out Lizzie. Uh, she's <laughs> on the basketball or the volleyball team. on the poster. Yeah. She's uh number five and she works with Padres now. And she's like, yeah, I can get you tickets and everything. And I'm like, so she got, I mean, she has access. I don't know what, a, I don't want to get her in trouble. <laughs> no, it's like, so, so yeah. How yeah. about those Padres? How about those Padres? <laughs> But she said, like, she does group sales and everything. And we took my one of my cousins at a bachelor party there, and she, you know, hooked us up with. The, I mean, we paid for it. I mean, but she gave us access and the VIP stuff. And it's like, oh, now, you know, I'm like, hey, can we get tickets? She's like, there's no tickets to be had, zero, zero. I'm like, then and it's why tough are right now because I don't have the scratch to spend. Was it? I know, two hundred bucks, yeah. just to have the right, right for the license. And I'm like, all right, I'm praying COVID gets over with so we can just go back to like okay i can go buy some cheap seats right, now right or make my boss buy them for there you go yeah there you but go. i'm not roll. i can't roll out 400 you know with yeah, 800 market. bucks for four tickets yeah, it's for four seats yeah for four seats not a ticket no for the right to buy a ticket right idiots yep everyone but charger fans that yeah <laughs> <laughs> they can't sell one psl you also want to travel it says here you want to go to europe oh i just i just no well, no yeah I want to go to Europe. I would love to do all 50 states first. I got 47. Oh, that's nice. 47. Let me guess the three you don't have. Okay. Alaska. Yes. You have Hawaii. Nope. No. Okay. Nope. So what's the third most ridiculous state? I'm going to say Vermont. Nope. Got the Northwest cover. My dad grew up in Boston. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So is it a poopy state? Like Yes. It, okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Like what? Like one of the Wyoming's. You're in the ballpark. Iowa. Yeah, North. North Dakota. Well, South Dakota. South Dakota. Okay. We went to my son. I, North Dakota was on the list, but my son played in the Fargo Dome, so we went to North Dakota for the game. Oh, so I would love to do all state and not airports yeah. don't count. No, no, Layovers no. These are, no, I, right. I 100 yeah, percent stand in the state. You have spend to do money some, in the right. State, you have to spend money in, in the, the state, state, not at the airport. No, airport doesn't yeah. count. Yep. I, I didn't have the Utah checked off until I actually went to Salt Lake City and left the airport. Okay. Yep. But we all, everyone in San Diego yeah, has gone transferred. To Salt Lake City. <laughs> right. <laughs> Vegas and Salt Lake City. Yeah. Hey, exactly. Every now and then, Phoenix. It's Phoenix. That's Phoenix. not a real place, though. Yeah. I well, we went to spring training. In oh, Phoenix, and, I almost went this year. I've never been to spring training. I oh, actually need to do on it. my phone. I've created a bucket list because I'm at that okay. point in my life where I'm All like, right. okay, I'm not getting any younger. No, I you need are to not. Do these things. You're... Spring training's on my list. 
I've never been to spring training. I love the Padres. I've never been to spring you training. You need to do it. Yeah. You need to do it. I got to plan ahead. Yeah. I this played... year we were going to do it and like, like, oh, let's do it. Let's get some tickets. Those things were gone. Yeah. No. Like a freaking Comic-Con pass. Yeah. Like, oh, Comic-Con's coming up. Yeah. Kind of. We, we not yet. I know. Really. Yeah. End of November, maybe. They're still like, we'd like to do this for three days in the... No. Yeah. Suck well, it. I'd be surprised. Yeah. But yeah, spring training, my dad and my brother and I went. For the, for the first time we went, and we made shirts, you know, spring training, whatever year. That's a little dorky. And everything. Oh, it was way dorky. That's awesome. And, and uh, no, it was awesome. And we went, and we caught a dozen foul balls and home oh. runs and, and played Frisbee with Jay Buhner of the Marlins. He was he was there. We were messing around, and he, like, holds up and says, hey, the Frisbee. So I threw him the Frisbees. He's walking by, and he's tossed back two or three times. I mean, it wasn't like we played a, a long game. But, no, you not played you, Ultimate yet. You, no, not yet. <laughs> but we, and you can sit and talk. And then, so we, we've gone back probably three or four times. See, I but, do that. And you, and you do and you do a, a, a day game and a night game, probably three or four days in a row, and just – Be probably hammered by the end of the second game. You would be hammered by the third inning of the first game. But... Well, yeah, that's you have to have goals. <laughs> That's because you're an overachiever. I'm just not driving anywhere. It's like I, no, I no. drink with this hand and drive with the other, so we're safe. It's good. Uh, let's see. You love still. You still play basketball? It says you love playing basketball. I love playing basketball. I can't play competitively anymore. I cannot play against other people. Okay, not I'll play it. against my kids, and every now and then I'll just like a, just get into a game with some pickup guys at the gym or something and it yeah. just always ends poorly. Yeah. I have no lig when you have no ligaments. Oh, preaching to the choir, or my friend. Cartilage in your ankles or knees and you fall on one and it's just like, "Oh, I guess I'll have to put that back in." <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, no, I have I've had both knees replaced. These are uh I'm these a, are, I'm about a decade behind you. These I'm are sure. not these are not props. This is a <laughs> Those are knee braces for yes, real. Those They're are cute. knee braces. But but I tell you, having the surgery was amazing. And it, it freed me up to do. I still play basketball. I play half court now. I, I can't play the full court anymore just because no, of the running. No, but, you need a defibrillator. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Forget knee surgery. Yeah, right. It's not my knees that keeps me from playing. <laughs> it's, it's, no, I, I, I miss it. I love it. It's the only thing I'm good at athletically. Yeah. Don't get too far from that. Mike. Oh, no. I was just You're like, a yeah, I just, uh, When I'm saying something bad about myself, I don't want to be too close to the right. microphone. <laughs> I don't want anyone to hear it. Let's talk about music. What kind of music do you like? Dude, I don't have, like, first off, I've now become that old guy. Today's music sucks guy. Today's music sucks guy. Right. I just, like, what is Did going... your parents say that about to you? Yeah. They right. were like, like, what is this Metallica thing? Like, right. What is this Van... I'm a Metallica Van Halen. Halen okay. Aerosmith. Keep going. There's one on I your like list Weezer. I want you to... I like, yeah. I like, uh... Uh, you submitted a list. I like. Oh, I did. Yeah. You uh, Queen is the is, Queen is on there. Freddie Mercury is the greatest singer of all time. I agree with that. Um, who else would make the list? Elton John was on your list. Elton John's always on the list. He's fantastic. He's, I mean, Beatles I, are on the list. My best concert ever was an Elton John Billy Joel concert. Ooh, that would. That I, was you know, amazing. I missed that. I was several times to to go to that. Dueling pianos. Yeah. And then RFK Stadium, DC, oh. big big joint. Yeah, heck yeah. They they, Elton John. And Billy Joel on stage together. Last song, of course, is gonna be Piano Man, right? And they start singing the song, and then like halfway through the song, they just stop, turn off all the lights in the stadium, and it's all the people singing. Just singing. It's like, oh, okay, that's magic. It's like, and I'm like a high schooler at the time, and I'm like tears. Right. Like, this <laughs> this is the greatest song thing ever, man. man. America. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best concert. I've been to some bad concerts, but uh. 
Uh, what else? I mean, yeah, the Beatles are always great. ABBA's on. My your parents list. were raised me on ABBA. ABBA's the bomb. ABBA Gold is probably the greatest greatest hits album I, ever. I would not disagree. It is. We we did a fantasy uh, draft for a music festival. There was twelve of us. Wait, and what? For a music festival, a fictional music festival. Any uh, any act, alive or dead, and you're doing a three day festival. Ten ten bands, two Friday, four Saturday, four Sunday. And so we drafted. Uh, my top choice was Prince. I'm a Prince fan. That is the worst. Um, that's the best. The worst. That's your first pick was Prince. Yes. You know how many hits he actually has? One. Like, yeah. No, Prince. No, okay. All right. All right. Stop. 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 Let's not even go there. Because <laughs> there's joke. There's delete jokes. The, delete the recording. Yeah. There's jokes, and then there's just insults and stupidity. But <laughs> so, how many people? It was like you're, you were the twelfth person to pick first. No. <laughs> I might even have the first overall pick. Oh my god! I'm trying to remember, but wow. the first round you can imagine. I so mean, you lost. Aerosmith. No, oh. <laughs> I won. I'll, I'll try and find the draft and send it because it's super fun. But how do you decide who wins? It's that's what everybody asks, and of course everybody figured they won because they because everybody drafts right. their own team. I mean, right. your own thing. Like right. when I took Abba, I, I so Prince and Abba. Okay, Prince you still batting fifty percent. No. <laughs> No, I had. I think I had Prince, Queen, okay. Abba, uh, Police, Talking Heads. These are all strong selections. Um, when I was at the, when I did radio, it was an '80s show. Yeah, all '80s music. Yeah, it was glorious. That's good stuff. Yeah, and, and though we had a lot of crap in the '80s too, so but there was not. we don't talk about that. Right, we forgot it. <laughs> We've sifted our memory. Still trying to figure out '99 Luft Balloons. <laughs> do not know what's going on. Nuclear War. Is that what it's about? Yeah. See, but but it's that's what everybody that's, that's what she said that's song. what everybody says. But right, you but you listen to it even in because uh, we had a German exchange student and he translated just because I was curious. Yeah, the we all are. Yeah, and I'm and he was translating and and it didn't nothing they said indicated it was. I mean, it was it must have been way too deep for me because. Okay, so but it's if deep you in it, another language, it's deep and in another language. <laughs> but it's, soon, though. it's about nuclear war, all but right. it's fun. 99 says love balloon. Yeah. yeah. Right. She was kind of cute, too. Yeah. Though, if you remember the yeah. video. And uh, on. Walking on Sunshine. Yeah. Same, same exact song. Really? Pretty much. Walking on yeah. Sunshine. See, I like. With my 99. You remember the Dead Milkman? Oh, yeah. That was good. I don't know, have any idea who you're talking about. Oh, man. <laughs> Punk Rock Girl. Uh, no, moving on. Moving no. on. Okay. <laughs> okay. You need to listen to. Okay, I'm uh, not listening to Prince. Yeah, no, you do need to listen to Prince, but that's that. Then you're missing out. But the guy I interviewed, uh, the author I was telling you about, uh, Evanson, he was in a band in yeah. the '90s in Seattle, and the band broke up, and his guitar—I should know the name play, names, but his guitar player went on to play Pearl Jam, uh, Soundgarden, and his bass player went on to be one of the founding members and still plays in Pearl Jam. Well, they weren't weren't they combined in Temple of the Dog? They there was a lot of before incestual. Pearl Jam and Soundgarden were a thing. They were Temple of the Dog. And before Temple of the Dog, they were Marshall Blaylocks. Weren't they Mookie Blaylock? Not before, and I don't, I don't think there was. There was they were Mookie. They weren't Mookie Blaylock. I think but there was Pearl a, Jam was Mookie Blaylock before right, Pearl Jam. Right, but but the guy I respect his work. You and you should. It's better than Prince. No, it's not. <laughs> That's absurd. See, and this is. You, you live in this world where <laughs> everybody's opinion needs to be respected, no matter how stupid it is. <laughs> and I don't play... The, you know what? The earth is round. 
It is. Okay. Still. And Prince is great. <laughs> Those are, you know. Prince is great for short guys who play guitars. He is one of the best. You know, they asked Eric Clapton how it felt to be the best guitar player of all time. He goes, I don't know, ask Prince. True uh, story. That's not true. That's absolutely true. I think Stevie Vai's a better guitarist than those two guys combined. Mm, he's very good. I mean, you see, now... No, Eddie Van Halen's the greatest of all time. That's absolutely not true, but he's great. But he's not the greatest. He's better than Prince. No, he's not. Los Lobos is better than Prince. <laughs> I love Los Lobos. <laughs> uh, nobody's ever going to hear this. I hope you're getting <laughs> all of this out. Oh, yeah, I hope you're enjoying it because nobody's going to hear it. <laughs> All right, that's uh, we want a movie. So you like like My Left Foot and uh, the no, Notebook. I, I, I like block. I hate films. Films like are movies. trash. I like big blockbuster, brainless explosions, occasional nudity. I'm not into it. Um, but I like, I love Marvel movies. I love yeah, Aliens. I'm with I you. I love. I can't wait for Top Gun Two to come out. I will spend money on renting. I'm out a little the, worried about that. I'm concerned because by the time it comes out, San Diego and all the scenes is going to be different. Yeah, it's definitely. Gonna, but I'm, I'm worried that they're trying to t mess with a legendary movie. Yeah, I'm only worried that it's tough. Like coming to America too. Did you see that? Terrible. Coming to America. It was terrible. It, it was as a movie, not good. It was. As but uh, anything. No, no, I, I disagree. Because in terms of, hey, these are all my old friends getting back together and going through the bits. It I made would, me. Feel I would unfriend home. them. Yeah. It was bad. <laughs> coming to America is one of the greatest comedies it, of all yes. time. Yes. And coming to America, we just watched Beverly Hills Cop. Bulky raced. Uh, Beverly Hills Cop one, two, and three. Classic. And one is Classic. amazing. Two is really good. Three, three is, is money grab. Yeah, yeah, three is a money grab. I feel the same way about The Godfather, by the way. I think most people do. Although I think most, not most, but many people say The Godfather 2 is I think better. people say The Godfather is one of their favorite movies of all time. And I yeah. say they're all three are just so poorly put together. Did you see the, the new release where it's all in chronological order? No flashbacks or anything? No. It's pretty interesting. Interesting. If you, if you like The Godfather. Godfather, Goodfellas. Goodfellas. Ah. And Casino above that. Wow. And then The Irishman, Never. I agree. Irishman. The Irishman was just like, hey, let's use every single second of footage we shot <laughs> and then put it in the movie. Yeah, and, and that that's the one where they aged, oh. de-aged De Niro, right? Where they, uh, I'm trying to remember. I think but, they had to De-age, because if you've seen De Niro lately, he looks yeah, like I was me. watching it's it, awful. And, and I was so excited for it to come out. It was And awful. then when it came out, I, 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 I fell asleep on it twice because it was so it long. On. Have you seen the new Zack Snyder version of Justice League? I liked it. Really? I liked it. So you're the one. I am. <laughs> well, and, and let me say, like I wouldn't, it's not Endgame, it's not Infinity War, it's no, not it's, Black Panther. Are, the it's, DCU people are going down this dark Yeah, exactly. That exactly. is not fun. Right, that's it's, where they decided to go. It's like, we're going to be goth. But it's a Chris, Christopher Nolan Batman series. That started it all. Well, that was good, though. Right, right. Was and I think, that's why, I think that's where they planted their flag, and they said, we're going to go down this road. But, like, Wonder Woman wasn't a bad movie, but the, the first Wonder, Wonder Woman 84 was, great. was, it was awful. It was awful. I was angry at the end of it. It was so I bad. I was so mad that it's, it's, I was like, Chris Pine's coming back? I, I know. like Chris Pine. Yeah. I love him in Star Trek. I'm going to like yeah. him in Wonder Woman. And the, then they're like, oh, great. Those Star Trek reboots and they just made were good. I like them with those the young guys. Great. Yeah. Uh, I Pano. love sci-fi. I'm a sci-fi, not a Comic-Con wearing the uniform dork. Yeah. No, see, don't try and just say, see, now but you're trying I to walk go the fence. Listen to the alien panel. 
No. I will not wear the T-shirt. Uh, if Sigourney Weaver walked down, I'd like, yo, what's up, Ripley? Let's do this. She would kick your ass. I would let her. <laughs> I would smoke a cigarette after. And All I right, who, smoke. at their peak, who would win? Uh, Linda Hamilton in Terminator or Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver? Weaver? All right. Sigourney Weaver. Dude, she's been reincarnated and still wins. Linda Hamilton's a badass. And I do appreciate her. Okay. All right. But let's just talk about reality. Uh, <laughs> Sigourney she's, Weaver is She's a lot badass. smaller than I thought. But like that opening scene where she's doing chin-ups in Terminator 2. Uh, that was strong. That was, she's a very pretty woman. That was strong work. I mean, she, And she, she was cut. Yes. She was but strong. after that Terminator movie, they should have stopped making Terminator movies. Yeah. And one and two were... Two was actually two, one I of think the few times better, the yeah. sequel was yeah. better than the, pre, the original. But after that, it's like, oh, we're going to now poop in our hands and just rub it on the screen. <laughs> and we're going to call it Terminator Genesis. Okay, you kids today, everything has to be... <laughs> Everything has to be the best ever or the worst ever. There's yes. a lot of great. There's a lot of nuance. In no, the there, world. I have some gray areas. I okay. have some, name I, one. I, I do name like a mediocre movie. A mediocre movie. Yes, not great, not awful. Oh, uh, you know one of the movies that just came out recently, um, the the trial of the Chicago Seven. Yes, that was really good. That's not mediocre. Oh, okay, I want a mediocre movie. Oh, uh, God, see, because even that one, that's really good. <sighs> Just something that's, nah, I saw it. It was okay. I liked it. Okay. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Starship Troopers. That's that's like garbage. Saved by the Bell meets Aliens. <laughs> you know what? That's one of the worst movies ever made that I can never not watch when it's on. <laughs> if it's on, I'm watching. <laughs> you watch it. Yeah. Like, this is entertaining. Yeah, and it's got but every it's like... trite cliche, and it's so, you know, the... No, define a mediocre movie, like... Uh, you'll watch it because it's yeah. on, yeah. or you just tolerate well, that one, like Starship the Postman. Troopers. Kevin Costner, okay, dystopian future. Okay, I'm like don't... this is interesting. I never want to watch it on purpose, right? My, but if that was on... filmed where my wife grew up in Oregon, in that's a real Three place. Links. Yep. Okay. Yeah, cool. and Tom uh, Petty was in that movie. Really? That was what makes it cool. Ah, check it out. He was like one of the leaders of one of the gangs or cults no, or one of the, groups he was a or, good guy oh okay so i mean tom petty he's got to be a good he's yeah. always happy and chill yeah well he doesn't back down no wow ah. wow you know what there's a bell you'd get a bell <laughs> oh i'm gonna put in a bell you should put in a bell for like that kind of production quality <laughs> uh let's talk about food i uh, love all food. hamburgers and mexican food it says best burger in san diego I, I, one I just, of your favorite burgers in San Diego. You know, I love the fifty-fifty. Okay, yeah, Slater's. that's just because yep. when you that's feel cool. you, when you want to feel bad, about yes, yourself, right. <laughs> when you want to feel guilty, it's like, and... it's like you know, I'm just going to kill myself. Yes, and I'm going to look at that menu and like just check everything, Every, right? <laughs> and like yeah. just bring out bring. No, that's um, a, that's a good burger. It's but the, you can't like, have too many of those. I, 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 there's I just like burgers everywhere. I like Biggies down in PB. I haven't had that. My son's my my son's nickname is Biggie, so I'm always I'm oh. always just like Kenny C. No. Sometimes his words just hypnotize no. me. Negative. Biggie, biggie, biggie. Can't you see? Sometimes your words just this hypnotize me. This is happening. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't have a favorite burger. I just have okay. all burgers. Favorite put, put Mexican a fried egg. Put a fried egg on a burger. Yeah, I've yeah, had that. That'll, that'll Peanut butter on a burger was surprisingly I'm not, good. I, I, I'm not. Have I'm, you ever done it? Yes. And okay, like, that's I, me. Okay, mediocre. That to me is mediocre. I'm glad butter? I did it, but... I'd probably never do it again. I don't like peanut butter except on PB&J. That's it. Don't Fair. put it in my chocolate. Don't put it in my ice cream. Really? Don't put it anywhere. No Reese's, Reese's. peanut butter cups, trash. No Absolutely. celery dipped in peanut butter? Ooh. If you have to eat celery, 
<laughs> covered in peanut butter. Yeah. I tried. And you're out of cream cheese? Dude, because I'm a big dude. I need to lose all the weight. Yes. I tried to do the celery thing. Somebody actually told me that you looked like a Ziploc bag full of mayonnaise. That would be I. Who you said, said that. that. I That's said right. That. I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm not great looking right now. I tried to do celery because I heard it's good. It is good. I tried blending it and drinking it. No. Well, holy lord. Yeah. You want to talk about just awful. It's like it's like the prince music of drinks. Hey. <laughs> We're going to fist fight in a minute. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sure I like something you don't like. Like do you like Metallica? Yes. Oh. I have a very broad musical yeah, me palette. Me too. I love I like songs. I like everything but Prince. <laughs> I like some Prince songs, but I'm I also sure like do. some country songs. But sure, I don't like to, I'm yeah. not going to go buy the album ever. Sorry, I'm going to make you a Prince playlist. Not like ever going to listen to it. <laughs> well, you're not going to listen to this podcast either. So <laughs> I'm going to listen to this podcast. I'm going to see what you edit out and put you what you sneak in. Like now, Joe thought I wasn't recording when he talked That's right. about this. All right, a couple but, of times behind the scenes, he remember thought I was the pretending like you deleted right. the file. Right. Actually, rolling hot. <laughs> The things you said I, about your bosses. I only wish. <laughs> I only wish that was mics were hot. Oh, that I'm would be very. That would be good for were. one of us. That's one of my biggest nightmares: is to be hot mic'd yeah. and not know it. Yeah. And just say some of the things I say. Yeah. Like all my bosses, like yeah, that's our biggest nightmares. Yeah. Me. Well, you've my only wife. been recording with me for one day, and that's already my biggest fear. <laughs> <laughs> some of the podcasts I've been on have have had hit the X rated button. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll be before we get to that point. All right, well, uh, winding down here. Last last question, scenario thing is, you're in jail. You've committed a capital crime. Mm. You have... Way to choose the crime? Sure. I, I don't want to kill anybody, but I would like to steal a lot of money. You, there's is no that capital. A capital crime? Nope. Capital is murder, right? Murder, rape, kidnapping. Well, you're going to punch co a 10-year-old COVID in the face as well, a child. It, well, <laughs> kidnapping, can I... Oh, I would... I'd kidnap somebody. I would kidnap somebody too. <laughs> I, I got, a, I got the list, the friends list, where it's like the wife would say, if you meet this person, you have a chance, you get the free pass. Right. I have that list. Yeah. Like if it's one of the yeah. one of the girls on that list. Yeah. Kidnap. Kidnap. If that's capital crime, sign me up. Okay. So you've you've kidnapped someone. <laughs> I got a white van. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> no windows. I I assume. None. None Beautiful. No. Beautiful. Uh, so after you kidnap, you get caught. You get convicted, oh, and you have. One last meal while you watch one last movie. Did I answer this already? And then you did on your sheet. I, I wonder if you're going to say the same. I know. I'm sure you're not going to say the same thing. And then they put you in the headphones and inject the needle while you go out to your favorite song. So I get a meal and a, a song. A meal, a movie, and a song. Okay. The me the, the song's going to be Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay. That's consistent. You said that on your sheet. The meal might be the, the meal my family makes. Which I don't even know how to spell it, but it's meatballs, rice, and beans. That's Bou what you said. They're meatballs, called boule, boulettes. Okay. Um, it's Cajun. Your mom's meatballs, rice, and beans yep. is what you it's said. Cajun. Okay. It's, Ooh, it's Cajun. Cajun roots, southern roots. It's a kind of a just a mix of. It's a, it's an American meal. Ha have her send me that recipe because I've been cooking and stuff. It's it's it, not good for you, and it's so good. And it's just, but it's like you, you my, I try giving it to my kids. Like they're like, we're not eating this peasant food. <laughs> It's like beneath them. Like you eat hot pockets. Right. right. Let's think about where you're at. You believe pizza rolls is a food group, right? right. So no, that, I'm serious about that recipe though. If you get your, because that that sounds right up my alley. Throw it in a slow cooker and crock pot and let it sit all oh, day. Oh no, no, it's it's fried in its own gravy. Really? It's on the even stove. better. And then the rice is actually done in the microwave because there's no other way to do rice. Wow. Believe it or not. I don't believe it. Yeah. 
That's so good. It's it's like okay, it's and you feel like you're gonna like I'm gonna sleep now for a fortnight. Yes. The movie, the best movie of all time. I would probably put I would probably put one of the movies I've made for my of my kids. You did say that. Ah, oh, I'm consistent. You yeah. are consistent, but I'm gonna that, disallow it. Oh, that's not. Good. And I'm telling you, because no one else can see the movie. Well, that yes, and you can't be judged. Um, oh. I'm gonna, so it's all about it's, judging. So like you liking Prince? Yeah, yeah. See, yeah. <laughs> Wait until I mock your movie that you got. <laughs> well, put a real movie on there? Nope. Okay. You I, put the 2009 home movie of your family. Yeah. Which is before your current wife, so I'm sure she's yeah, happy about that. Yeah. Every year at Christmas time, I would I shoot video all year long. Yeah. And then I edit it to Dude, music. That is awesome. And it's a like a diary, and we have that's a, awesome. And I stopped. You know, bad times. You get, you yeah. get hit the hit the bad times. And you stop. But I've saved the video, and I and I've prepared myself for a mental place. Once I finally get to that mental place of, I've truly reached happiness again. Yeah, I'm gonna go back and edit them all together. Oh, nice. That'd be go awesome. Go back and do and that'd like, be awesome. Give them to my my goals before they reach high school. But it's a huge project to do a movie. Ugh. Anyway, but consumer grade movies yes and the reason i'm disallowing it is because then everybody who hears that is going to say oh i oh, guess i have to nice save home movies now no nobody thinks that oh. trust me <laughs> anybody who's been listening this long they're not under uh, that illusion but except people who agree with me uh, <laughs> which is nobody I, yeah i'm, I'm the say. only person i would vote for a president clear with a clear conscience <laughs> i'm like i don't like anybody i just disagree with it. so uh a, a movie What's my last flick? Well, if I'm going to hit the chair, I want the longest. Right, right. Last. Okay. I want Zack Snyder's. Right, right. <laughs> right. Put Snyder. that four-hour Inagata DeVita in there. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Braveheart. Braveheart. All Gladiator, right. Braveheart. One of those big, epic war. Yeah. Gla Gladiator, Braveheart. Which is better? Both are Oscar winners. They're both great. I think I would probably go with Gloof. Yeah. That's yeah. tough. I'm gonna go Braveheart's Gladiator. Longer. Braveheart is longer. I would go. They're both great, but I would go with Braveheart only because just the quotes. There's just so many great you. quotes. I put 300 on that list with great quotes. I do enjoy 300. Um, I enjoy 300 Part Two. What was a? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Rise of a Nation. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. No, I. So you like Braveheart over Gladiator? I like Gladiator over Braveheart. Some good quotes in Gladiator. Because yeah. When he yeah. But and it's also cinematography wise, yeah, superior yes. to Braveheart. Yeah, but and Mel Gibson didn't try to go off, kind of go off the deep end there. Yeah, his personal issues. Yeah, so I try not to judge people on. Me too. I, I've got art. demons. But see, we all do. But then, it, then you, I mean, because that's a whole another podcast. That's a whole wormhole. Because uh, can you watch Woody Allen movies now? But they're both can you watch, revenge you know, movies, right, right? For a love lost. Right. Yep. See, to me, and and I I know this is caveman talk, but like guy movies versus chick flicks and that, that was the topic i did on one of my podcasts that's a, that would be a great roundtable discussion yeah Bunch and of dudes and beer yep and talk and, and talk about the oh, maybe i'll do it that's maybe. my dream i want in on that you discussion. want in okay i want i'll, in, I'll put you on the list we have to be mean it. to each other too though. of course <laughs> best chick flick best chick flick movie for dudes i already have an answer for it you do um just because i watched it the other day i'm gonna say love and basketball but i'm sure that i've never seen another one it's really good. Jerry Maguire. Oh, Jerry Maguire. That's a good call, too. Cuba good. I mean, the football and, and the sports stuff. And then you go on the Renee Skinny Lady with right. the big face. Um, Zellweger. 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 Yep. That was a lot of good quotes in that movie, too. Oh, so like, good. show me the money. I mean, so that, good. Yeah. And uh, now, you may be old enough 
but like when you watch it, did you did you recognize like Herman Moore and Drew Bledsoe? Oh and the, yeah. And the oh, yeah, okay, yeah, I don't yeah. know what it because like my my kids when they watch it, they like the movie, but they didn't see. Oh, they I didn't recognize the, I was like, any well, of them. Dad, like, yeah. get away from me. There were yeah, right. There were the so many athletes and yeah. and agents. There were other real agents like Lee Steinberg, I think, was in it, mm-hmm. and a couple other agents. So yeah. I think, no, what, I, was, what was Jordan's agent? Was Falk in it? Um, David Falk. No, they said it was based on him. Sugar, Burt Sugar was the character, and that character was supposed to be based on Falk. Can't, I can't stand Jay Moore. Really? I cannot. Well, he told me he didn't care much for you either. That's fine. He, he was... knows who I am. It's awesome. <laughs> All right. His radio show was worse than this episode of your podcast. I, nah, wait till you hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Hold that judgment. Oh, it's like this is like, like the fewest clicks right here. Is you, <laughs> this, this, this. Like, so we today we're interviewing the milkman and tomorrow Joe Little. Right. Milkman. Oh, that milkman sounds fun. He probably has got more dynamic conversation <laughs> than I have. I'm just the worst. I have strong opinions and I'm afraid to make them. That's fine. You know, I'll have you I'll have you back. We are gonna do we're we're gonna do a few like round table music, round table movies, round like we'll we'll probably do like sports movies and comedies. But anyway, you know what's saying be fun? before you interrupted me. Oh, is wow. it's my show. That um, That's true. It says, I have your magnet. Yes, you have the magnet and the button. <laughs> but um, the like to me, the definition of a man movie, and again, caveman, don't cancel me, but there has to be man was wronged, yes. be it family, be it whatever, or Love. even hurt, whatever. Then man is down and out and hurt, and it's then man conquers and emerges victorious and seeks revenge somehow in a wonderful bloody way yes and so so those components to me and so i was trying to explain to my cousin gary gary lawrence who doesn't know anything about man movies uh he'll hear this and, oh good yeah. gary you should check yourself man <laughs> yeah <laughs> you should listen to the episode we do on we talk about movies and he's listed his favorite i don't know like my left foot and breakfast at tiffany's and beaches and i don't what remember the hell yeah, he's. I love Gary, but I try to get him to watch Braveheart and Gladiator and Three Hundred and Scarface and oh, Scarface you know, is so Scarface good. another so good one. Young Michelle Pfeiffer, mm. she took my heart when that movie came out. I was like, hello, big fan. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So uh, we have rambled well past the uh, ending. You get to edit it down this thing anyway. Yeah, I'm gonna edit it down. Like I said at the beginning, about four minutes. So. <laughs> Just get to the whole, just like just the yelling about Prince. Right, that's all we want to hear. <laughs> and the discussion about Gladiator, because that's clearly the most important. Yes, Gladiator and Braveheart. So give me your give me your uh, wife's and your socials to hit up, and he can check uh, them out. Joe Little. So uh, on Instagram at Little Joe TV, on okay. Twitter at Little Joe TV, okay. on Facebook Joe Little MMJ, and for my wife Audra Stafford, morning reporter at NBC Seven. She, I believe, is on Twitter at Audra Stafford TV. And on Instagram, just Google, just oh, yeah. yeah I, the, the, See, I don't know how to do all that stuff. So yeah, I, don't know. I put Audra Stafford, common spelling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Easy Joe enough. Joe Little, if you can't spell that, which people ask me, how do you spell your last name? I'm like, we're not then, gonna do this. Yeah, right goodbye. Now. I can't. Right? I just, <laughs> goodbye. I, there's a level of stupidity that I can't reach with you. I can, yeah. I only have a certain level of remedial life. You know, <laughs> you get to a certain level, and when you ask me, I spell Little. Mm-hmm. That's it. Oh, my pet peeve is misspelling Tony. T O N I or No, that's Tony Braxton and there's it, no replacing that. There it's is a... either Tony or Tony Braxton. <laughs> Fair. Tony there well or Tony Tony Tony. Great song, the only song they had, which I, I can't re- I'm not going to sing again. I already you got me to sing <laughs> once. Come on, man. I had no loot or no. 
No, that's not Tony, Tony, Tony. Tony, 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 Tony has, has done, done it again. again. I feel yeah. good. Yeah, feel okay. good. Well, I did sing. Damn. Yeah, it did it. Don't worry. It, do it won't you, make man. the four the things minutes. Things will do for you. Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's all I got for you. So I appreciate it again coming in. And we, uh, those of you who don't know, we had a few technical difficulties, and he was a trooper. Made our way through them, and hopefully this is going to piece together to a wonderful show. And hopefully it's funny at some point. It's funny. It, when you, if you listen to the shows and you read the tag on my show, it says, I do the show to make me laugh. Good. And I laughed. So Good. hopefully everybody else will laugh. Well, not likely. No. All the Prince fans are going to be really Yeah, you're going to get some hate mail. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to get some hate mail about that. On that note, say goodnight, Joe. Thank you, buddy. Thank you yeah. so much for having me. And you'll be back for the roundtable. Amen. All right.